Happy holidays, motherfuckers. We're back. Gridiron gang, we're cracking a cold one. We're back in it, back in business. It's been a long, long wait. We're finally here, Kier. We're back in the lab. You're heading off overseas to Mexico. Not even overseas, it might be. I gotta check the map on that one, but we'll take another look at it. Either way, this is it. At some point, I'm sure it was overseas. We're gonna leave you on a bang. We're gonna hit some fucking winners, and we're gonna get you out there having a great week with the boys. Looking forward to it, man. Oh, yeah, and we got three straight days coming up, Eli, of football games. We got Saturday games. We got Sunday games. And then, of course, we got the Christmas Day games, which would be awesome. I'll be down in Mexico Sipping a couple of cervezas. You and better believe it, man. I'll be so drunk. And you know what the best part is? Is we found out last year I got an absolute heater. I was down in Mexico over the holidays last year too, and I went on the best gambling run of my life. So we're looking, we're looking to repeat that. We're getting warmed up. We're diving into it. To say that was special would be an absolute understatement. That was one of the most magical runs I've ever been a part of. Having no part of it whatsoever, other than tailing you. I'm looking to do the same thing. I know you're cooking. I know you're feeling good about the slate. Let's dive right into it. First game, Cincinnati-Pittsburgh, Saturday. What do you like here, buddy? Yeah, Bengals minus 2.5 um, on the point spread. Steelers at home, plus 2.5, over-under of 38. This is a Jake Browning and Mason Rudolph game. Red-nosed uh, reindeer right on cue, man. He's coming out for pretty it. Pretty crazy, pretty crazy. <laughs> Hopefully no one's swinging helmets at him this game. Nothing crazy is going on. Uh, this is a weird game because, like, this th- th- Pittsburgh in the like, I have written down here Steelers home underdog, right? Because that's like for how long now? Pretty much since Mike Tomlin's been a coach, they're like, if you see them at home before we even started gambling on stuff like that, but if you saw Pittsburgh at home and, the, and they're not, that's favorite, a place like, you should be scared to go play, right? Yeah, and for they sure. have that culture and they have a mean defense yeah. and they're physical. Their defense is banged up. They're not that. They're not the defense that they've been in Pittsburgh for a long time. Um, this offense is having trouble. Obviously, you saw like the stuff with George Pickens, and he didn't block for Jalen Warren. He said he didn't want his legs to get rolled up. That like, was hilarious. Down. Like they even double down on it in the media and yeah, say like, and I'm gave, just like, simply, the worst possible. I'm not outcome. gonna put the effort. He in, gave the period. worst possible yeah. outcome and be like for that the possibility of that. That'd be like I'm, I don't drive because there's a chance somebody could team on me. I die. It's crazy, but. Whatever, there's issues there for sure. But <laughs> the Bengals, obviously, they're down Joe Burrow. Um, Jake Browning has been pretty good for Looking them. They've been, they've been putting up like 20-plus points for the most part with him playing, so that's pretty good. Uh, no Jamar Chase. No DJ Reader e- either, which is a defensive lineman for the Bengals, who's really big in their run defense. Um, which gets me to my first prop, which is uh, Warren over 43.5 yards. He had a bit of a down week last week. I, I mean, they just haven't been rushing it as good. But you saw there's a there was a spark at one point. Najee was looking better. The whole run game was looking better. Um, I think with Mason Rudolph, they're gonna want to try to take pressure off of him, um, get him some quick throws and stuff, but build it off the run game, which is usually what you do with a backup quarterback. Uh, so I do like 43 and a half is not a crazy amount of yards. I think he can potentially get a couple big plays. I was going to say, we've seen him go over that you, on one play in a game. Yeah, this and you year know I'm not times. betting on Najee. That no, guy no, fucked no, me so no, hard no, this year. No. I, I've never bet on that guy again, so I'll take his counterpart. He's blacklisted. And I'll be man. cheering for this guy to outwork Najee all game. Absolutely. Um, 
that's pretty much all I like, though, on the Steelers' side of things. You got anything you like for them? I, I like a couple things with the Bengals, but for the Steelers' side, there's too many question marks right now. What you just touched on, and I like what you said there, take the pressure off of Mason Rudolph. One of the things that I like, I, I just like tight ends for backup quarterbacks. Yeah, I feel I like, like they always kind of tunnel vision to yep. the middle of the field. So I saw Pat Fryer moose number it's at a big 27 and a half. Big guy, That's good low hands. Number. Yeah. Low number. I'm not saying it's one of my favorite plays of the week here, I really but if like I got to go there, I'm going to go there. So I, I like that Honestly, one. Honestly, he never even crossed my mind, but he's been pretty good for them since he's come back. I know there's been kind of the rotating doors of quarterbacks as well, but like, yeah, like you said, usually a tight end down the middle of the field kind of thing is going to be a, a guy that somebody kind of connects with and is able to have get them the ball. So that's a low number. I like that a lot. I'll play that with you. And then I don't, I, I don't mind Tyler Boyd over 33 and a half yards. For one almost a similar reason, but Jamar Chase is out. He's their clear number one. T. Higgins is a great replacement receiver to try to cover that miss. Obviously, he's not Jamar Chase, but um, <clears throat> he can do quite a bit. He's one of the better, if not the best, second receiver in the league. And Tyler Boyd's a pretty damn good third receiver as well. So yeah, 33 is. and a half yards is nothing crazy. Small. That could be a couple plays as well. It's a low enough number. Um, he's pretty quick, so... I don't mind that. And then I do like a T. Higgins touchdown because I think the Bengals will be able to have some success, and I think he'll be their main receiving option. And you saw his touchdown last week. It was one of the cooler touchdowns I've seen in that a was, long time. That, that was control and that, that, yeah, like, that was nuts. Just that. So he's coming off a hot, and he's getting he's going to get receiver one touches. So I like that um, a lot, man. I, I like, like him to lot. get inside the end zone there. But this is an interesting matchup, too, because the Steelers, this is, this is it, really. This is a legacy game, in a sense, for Mike Tom. Like, I was talking to one of my friends who's a Steelers fan the other day, and he, we were talking about Mike Tomlin across the league is still one of the better coaches. Oh, yeah. Hands so down. he'll get – if they. but I also understand that maybe his path has run its course in Pittsburgh because clearly that culture thing that they've always had, that behind him and Roethlisberger, all that stuff like that, that's not the same. The defense isn't as mean as it was. And the, obviously see this now, like the drama with Deontay Johnson and George – Pickens and like they don't really have a quarterback so I do understand if they would get rid of him which would be what a gift for another team in the league there's there's teams out there that are good that have horrible coaching so um that could be huge but I just I don't trust this Pittsburgh team as much as I once did and I you as you know I'm not a Pittsburgh fan so I, I think I'm gonna take the Bengals minus two and a half two and they're going to continue to do what they do. Yeah, you know what I liked? I liked Jake Browning saying to the camera, you shouldn't have fucking cut me. Yeah. I love, he was heated. He's fired up. This dude has worked hard for this opportunity. He was working out with like free training, like yep. paying his own money to yep. make sure he was ready if he ever got the chance. And not to mention, he's, looking ready, he's right? gotten the chance with one of the best receiving cores in the league. Absolutely, and Joe Mixon's man. been awesome too. So he has. He's a good, well-coached team. He's stepping into a situation where... The quarterback, everything's so perfect for them. And so he's going in and he's not making mistakes and he's taking full advantage of the situation and good on him, right? Because, I mean, he's probably earned himself at least a backup oh, yeah. job for the next Absolutely, man. foreseeable Absolutely. future, right? So maybe even take somewhere in, like, where, they're, where, they'll let, where they have a young quarterback and they'll let him compete. Like, if you're in Atlanta, wouldn't you rather have Jake Browning the, oh, over, right? dude, any day of the week. Yeah, man. like... And like you said, like this is this is it too. Like Cincinnati, if he gets them into a playoff spot, I don't care if they lose first yep. round, but if he earns his way there, he's earned a big, big contract. Even backup quarterbacks, yep. you see, make a lot of money. Especially in a place talk about like a place like the Jets, where the Aaron Rodgers will come back, but maybe you never know what's going to happen with injuries 100%. with a Kirk, behind a Kirk Cousins, someone like that, where if you need him to step in. But I also, 
I mean, if you're the Bengals, we've seen Joe Burrow has has now had a couple big pretty injuries, big injuries. Big injuries. Man. I think he's a guy who's worth paying his money and keep him in house. And I mean, you gave him that shot. Maybe he'll have a little bit of loyalty to that and just and try to keep him in house because I mean, when a guy goes down, especially a guy at the Joe Burrow's level. If you don't have a backup like how Jake Barling's playing, their season's toast. And you're right? wasting a window of like Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon, all these guys who are very good. Uh, T. Higgins is a free agent at the end of the year, so no, yeah, the Bengals have been good with him. So I expect them to keep running hot. I think the Steelers are kind of toast here. I like the Bengals I too, think, man. Yeah. I'm with you on that yeah. one all the way. For Next sure. Saturday game, we got the Bills at the Chargers. The Bills are minus 20, 12 and a half. Uh, Chargers plus twelve and a half at home. Over under of forty four. And this Easton stick, dude, is a is a, is a joke. <laughs> this it's guy, fun. this it's guy fun. is not, not made good. for the it's league. Not good. Man. You want to talk about a backup who's not ready to play? Yeah, that's is tough. this fucking guy. I like the Bills minus twelve and a half. Eli, when the Bills win, a lot of the times they, they win blow big. Teams out. You mentioned that they are playing this so year. hot yep. right now. Yep. Yep. They just came off an absolute statement win last week, where Josh Allen was under a hundred passing yards. I believe Crazy. he didn't have to do nothing much. I mean, he had a rushing touchdown still. He still threw for one, so he was involved in even the threat of him. But James Cook was unbelievable last week. I saw something the offensive coordinator was saying. I saw this on Twitter. He was like. They didn't really game plan to have him, James Cook, be that big of a part of the offense last week, but it just kept working, so they kept running stuff to him. I mean, keep that going. You were just losing, and now you're playing your best football. Go through James Cook. He's showing to be just as good as his brother at one point, or if not, like, maybe maybe going on a higher trajectory. He's been awesome. Um and the Chargers are a joke. This team looked like they gave up. They just fired their They're coach. They're in shambles, man. They're in shambles they just, right now. And if it was Justin Herbert and they just fired their coach, maybe I'd say, oh, give me the Chargers at, at, on that point spread because they're going to come out with a little... They are going to come out with a little right? bit of fire, yeah. but Easton, Easton... Whatever, the, I don't even... That's his name, right? Yeah, yeah Easton. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's just Elroy, not good. maybe. Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah, know at yeah, this point. He's just dude. not good, right? So, uh, I like the Bills minus 12 and a half. I kind of do still lean towards the under weird enough because I think that the Chargers might just not be able to score at all, really. Um, but I like James Cook anytime touchdown. I like Josh Allen to score again. He's been running it in. He's been taking Fuck it yeah, himself. Dude. He's Fuck yeah, man. Big body. He's kind of been putting that on his shoulders. And I know you can go other places. Stefan Diggs, Dalton Kincaid. There's all these guys that you could... I'm going right back to James Cook again. Absolutely. Over 14 and a half carries, Eli. That's a low number. It only, like, I think three of the last four he's had way over that. And when you come off a game like they just did against a team that you expect them to be able to build a lead on, 100%. they're going to run the ball. 14 and a half carries is not a ton for a, a premier running back, a guy who's coming off 178 rushing yards or whatever. He's looking it was. healthy, dude. He he's don't even great. need the backup. You ride to it. If you, can, him, you know? if you can keep winning and not need Josh Allen to be a superhero. Because that was always their, their, the one thing about the Bills in the past. You need Josh Allen to be perfect or else they can't win. And if Josh Allen wasn't perfect, which we know he cannot be, he's good, but he does have the tendency to turn the ball over. It's So it's just such a, a thing. To, like It's just a, such a weight off his shoulders to be able to have games where he doesn't have to be great. And then he can go and have his moments, right? And you just mentioned it, dude. It's the game script too, right? Easton Stick, whatever, he's crap. The Chargers in shambles. Everything tells me that this is going to be a blowout, like you say, mm-hmm. for Buffalo. In blowouts, what you do? You run the fucking football. Yep. James Cook is on fire. You mm-hmm. just mentioned it. 14 and a half is nothing. 68 and a half yards, if you want to like parlay them yep. together. I love both of them. And give me over 24 and a half receiving yards on top of that. Seriously, he's, he's doing it in, almost every single we've time. We've seen recently. his hands now. We've seen his ability in open space, open field. He is absolutely looking sensational, and he's a difference maker for this team. 
try and get into the playoffs at this point of the year, and they know they need him right now, and they need and, to and they're arguably the, they're the team right now in the AFC that you don't want to. Run. I mean, obviously the Ravens are good, but you don't want to run into you the never Bills right see now. Buffalo in the no, playoffs, Buffalo's dude. playing Buffalo. really well right now. They're one of the hotter teams. Their defense has tightened up after those devastating injuries. So. Yeah, definitely. Buffalo's on a run right now, and I don't see them slowing down at all over the Chargers. I think they're going to steamroll them. I, Like I said, if it was Justin Herbert, you could see in the way which like they just come out and have a game and he starts slinging it. Keenan Allen's out too, so Listen, he's their Garrett, best receiving option. He has no one to throw to. I just want to give you a quick shout-out here because you've been spot on about these energy switches too when there's different people in the building. I followed you. I don't think like that. You think in a very creative way in that sense, and it's hit for us about three or four times this year, and we've only done it that many times. And the, the, the right moments and the right pieces, it works, right? We were this all ain't the, right, the Raiders. This ain't the right fucking moment or the right piece. I believe this is a beat down just like you do. I'm going to be all over it's that. It's not fair for an interim coach and ask him to come in to beat a team as hot as the Bills right now with a quarterback like that without your best two receiving options. It's just... No. And, and the I, way things have gone down that they gave it, like, that's... Every, although all of sports media was talking about it, because that's... I, I consume a lot of, like, the Barstool stuff. I consume a lot of everything, right? Bro, I listen, yeah, I listen to pro football talk. I, like, I just consume a lot of this. Excuse me, because I, I just enjoy it, but, like, it's, they are just, it's, they're screwed. They, everybody's like, I've never seen a team, like, give up. Dude, it was you know ugly, what I mean? like, it, it was, was ugly. That they had I mean, no you effort, a team dude. like that, it was a ugly. team who wants to come in the Bills, and it's not like they're Bills that are, have 11 wins no, right now, and they can afford to not it, really go hard. They need every win. They need statement wins, and this is going to be one of them. And just to top it off, I just want to say, Austin Eckler ain't the same guy. In recent years, he's really dropped off significantly. I know he's been injured yet dropped again off this year. There. Everything, but that's what I mean. Like in the past, maybe you say, "Yeah, you just go to him like thirty times in this game." That's not going to well, happen. He's not well, that guy. In anymore, the season, man. Keenan Allen was catching like eleven catches oh, a game. Dude. That's not sustainable. Now he's out. Mike Williams has been out. Quentin Johnson has had his issues. So when you don't have threats in the receiving game, really, I mean, Josh Palm, they have a couple little guys, like guys that not little guys, but like. Like of the Peace players, more kinda. depth players yeah. at receiver that are not bad for depth players, but they're not starting receivers. So it's it's too much when you don't have that, and they can stack the box with a guy against a guy like Eckler. And like you said, we both said he's looking a little bit older, so Slowly it's down, tough. And sure. they don't have quarterback. They don't. Ha- even though I'm not a believer in Justin Herbert, but I mean, at least he I'm has even the less of a believer in Easton right? Stick. Yeah. So man. so we'll move on. Those are the two Saturday games um, this weekend. Those will be a blast. Right, I have that right. Yeah, yep, just Saturday. two this week. Yeah, so those would be good. Um, I'm hoping the Bills make that exciting at least because it's such a big point spread for a standalone game. It which really is. Kind of sucks, but I do understand the play. I mean, we get burnt by it every year, but at the beginning of the season, everyone's like, "Oh, the Chargers don't look that bad." When they got drafted, Quinton Johnston, though, every right, we were all talking, "Holy shit, they got another receiver." Yeah, I'm threat. just laughing because in the preview show, I I picked these guys to win the fucking division this yeah. year, like an absolute. Load and I, and I, I will, wish you, I you know, we would have sat down before that because I you, I just wanted I'm to see so those Chiefs fall finally, but they it wasn't. You know, I bought the fucking uh, it's Gatorade the, it's there. It's to right? the point where I'm gonna have to get burned a couple times the other way by the Chargers to ever be back 100%. on them. Like I'm gonna, they're really gonna have to start. They might have to win a super. Super Bowl before I even ever lay a number on that. serious at this point, dude. Sunday morning, our first game. Well, we got a slew of games here, but Browns at the Texans. Browns are minus two and a half on the road. Texans are plus two and a half at home. We just talked about energy, Eli. CJ Stroud's out for a second game. 
Case Keenum came in last game, played, and they won that game. It was they a miracle, somehow, really. somehow, some way, won that yeah. game. Without Tank Dell, uh, Nico, Nico Collins, Collins is went banged out up. Yeah, Dalton Schultz was back. But I don't think Lightning strikes twice. It never does. It took so much, and good for them and good for Case Keenum, but these Browns team are the team that's rolling, and their defense, like, it's a different defense than the, they played the Titans last week, right? It's a different defense. Yeah, it is, man. This Browns team is just fucking vicious, They're man. They're scary, dude. They really are They're vicious. And you know what? Everyone, they run man. the ball so well, and then they, like, David Njoku, that's, well, we'll just get to my, that's one of my favorite plays of the week. Four and a half. Is his number again, dude? This guy over fifty and a half yards. He's become their number one. Probably the he's, highest scoring tight end in the last. He's five become weeks, probably bet, the best tight end, not the best tight end in the league, but right now he is playing and like he's getting the most catches, getting wide open, especially from a fantasy plays. aspect. I mean, this guy is fucking snapping. This every guy had week, these dude. numbers that he needs to cover. He had them at half. Yeah. He doubled them last week. I even like over five and a half catches at plus one forty five plus money. Am I crazy? But. uh... Give me Flacco over 251, dude, because Joey Flacco's fucking cooking, man. The guy is throwing it all over the place. He doesn't care what team he's throwing it to. This this dude is here, man. He's here again. He wants to go on another run, dude. I got the Browns minus two and a half. This team kind of dominates their physical. Could you imagine this team with Nick Chubb right now? No, I can't. Oh, my God. I really can't. They would arguably be... They'd be in contention even with Flacco for the number one seed. It's pretty special AFC. what this team's doing, man. It's They're special. Looking good. I just don't. I think the Texans. I think they went all out. They're a well-coached team. I, I wanted you know to say me, though, I love D'Amico Ryan's, but like I think you gotta I, say Kevin Stefanski's gotta be up for Coach of the Year with the job he's done under all these circumstances with Cleveland this year. I mean, absolutely. I don't know. I don't know what everyone's leaning towards, but I just want to throw that out there because what a job, what a year and they've I had. I don't know. Man. I don't think they do a coordinator of the year, but. Uh, the defensive coordinator there is just, oh, yeah. I mean, he, and he has a reputation of just shutting down big coaches and big teams That's and a, stuff J- like Jim that. Schwartz Jim that Schwartz, that they brought in, yeah, right? Sorry, and yeah, you yeah. see right away the Jim edge Schwartz, rushing, man, like, the, the way, immediately, and he, dude. They, they have that attitude, like I like junkyard. Like I know it's the Browns, like, you just, but like this junkyard you just dogs. It. it was almost they like, like leaving their corners on an island and Pittsburgh, say, beat bro. Our old school Pittsburgh yeah. vibes. You're going into that stadium. You're scared of this defense. Yeah. Everyone is scared. And now Flacco's them. doing well enough. I, so I'm going to take the Browns here to keep love rolling, it, man. man. And love I love it. Njoku. I, he's been on. I have him in my flex on fantasy in one of my other leagues, and he's been great for me all year. I love it, man. Um, and yeah, I mean, he gets so many dump offs and wide open plays that I just—he's hard to—he's just—you you can't stop it. If, as long as he doesn't have a game where he drops six passes, because we've seen that a couple times. But even then, he's had like seven catches with five drops sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Which is fucking insane. So, I mean, five drops might be a little. I might be blowing that out of proportion a little but bit. Still, but still, you know what you I know mean. What I mean. Yeah. I, I know exactly. So I mean, I just I. We kind of caught hot with the Texans as they started getting hot. We were all over these tank out props and CJ. Stroud and stuff. Um, I I want to take Devin Singletary, but against this Brown defense, I don't know if that's a good idea. I just, I think I said this even from when the Seahawks played the Browns. I'm just staying away, and it's a lot for the Ravens too, for the most part. I'm staying away from the offense that plays against the Browns defense. Yeah. Because teams can have success, but more often than not, they're getting shut down, and it's, it's a stressful. These games, I'm going to be in the air in these morning games. That's why I'm going to be flying down to Mexico, so I'm not going to be able to watch them. Uh, like, I don't know. Maybe I can be able to get, if I have Wi-Fi or whatever, I can kind of like scroll through the scores, but I'm not going to be able to watch them. So um, 
I'm definitely sure as hell not going to bet against the Browns' defense. No, but I can't put my energy into it no, and no. actually track and see what's going on. Um, we'll go to the next game. Lions at the Vikings. This is a crazy scenario, Eli. They play, they play two times in the next three weeks. So they play this week, and then they play the last week of the season. Nick Mullins. Um, Nick Mullins. I mean, this... This these last two games could have some pretty important, like they they could be very important for the NFC playoff picture. Oh yeah, they because are. right They're now huge. I believe that the Vikings are in that uh, in the, that, in that wild card yeah, spot right are. now. Lions are at the top of their division. Um, double check that. Yeah, double check. I don't know. Do the Vikings if if they were to say win two out of those three games, could they catch the Lions? No, they're too far back, right? I believe they're three games behind the I Lions right now. Three behind, yeah. So they would need to sweep, and they would need Lions to lose. But I mean, like you said, two out of three, man. Yeah. That's then all that really is is just one game with the Lions losing. But I mean, like that's asking a lot. Maybe they're not winning division though. They need to secure. There's too many teams right there in the wild card in well, the you NFC. Know, you know who's right there now. Yeah. After yeah. Drew Locke came to show up, man. I We're just want to say that. You, you guys, guys are, are still there. close. We're lurking. You guys are still close for your division, really, man. We're lurking. We if, need some help if the now Bucks in a lose, big way. If the Bucks yeah. lose, you're all tied. And the and I lose, you guys are all tied. You're still, you can somehow, it's everything's tough. going wrong for you guys and you could be Still somehow winning that division, and we but got yeah, the and the Rams are right too, there. Man, so and them. and guess what? This is coming from a Seahawks point of view. Obviously, this is my Seahawks lens on. We lost twice to the Rams, and you guys just lost to the Rams. They're looking great, man. So we need we need the Vikings to lose because the Rams have the tiebreaker over both of us. The Vikings don't, which is huge for us, right? So we need the Vikings to start losing here. Uh, Lions are minus three on the road. Vikings are plus three at home. This is the dome, which is very important for for the Lions because you've seen how Goff, bad especially. they've been able yeah, to do. Which especially is, Jared Goff. It's dude. brutal. It's crazy. Those little hands don't like it's bad weather. It's funny because their though. offense can't play outdoors when in bad weather, but then their defense can't stop a thing indoors. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's fucked up, dude. It's fucked um, up. <laughs> so, over under a 47. I really like a few rushing props here. We talked before this. Um... I'm just gonna we'll, we'll start with the Detroit props and then maybe we'll swing over to the uh, Vikings props. Actually, you know you go first. Yeah, I go first. I feel like I, I go first. Well, and dominate. Like, like you just said, we 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 both love this and it could come out of either of our mouths. It doesn't matter. We're both gonna be all over it. It's Gibbs. It's Monty. Forty-five and a half, fifty-two and a half. I mean, you could go to the well with either of these guys. You just showed me a very interesting spreadsheet right before we came on talking about the success rates of Montgomery over 60 yards yep. in the last and he's hitting at one of the highest clips out of any prop. I believe it was over, 81% at over 80% plus yards, and, and we're only 52. asking for 52 so anytime you see that leverage yeah. between those numbers obviously you're going to be all over it. Yeah. I'll be all over it as well for sure. Love that. I like Detroit money line in this game. I'm not sure how you feel about it. I just think we need it. We need it, we first need of it. all, and I just don't really buy this Minnesota team. Listen, they got all the pieces. They have so much Can you talent. imagine how good they'd be if Kirk Cousins You're just telling me Nick Mullins is the guy back there wheeling and dealing? I'm not going to bet on Nick Mullins in my fucking life. I promise you this. At the end no, of the he's... day, I'm not going to do it, period, man. And I, I that's nothing against the guy, but it might be set up no, for him. But He's in know. consideration being the second funniest quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> Jameis Winston has that down on lock number one. But Nick Mullins, like, his interception, he was going to the ground and just literally, like, it was like Bobby Boucher and the water boy when he chases like the guy times. down and gives him the ball to then chase him down to tackle him. 
It was like he just handed it to the guy. Literally fucking wild to watch. Nick Mullins, like, but then he also had like over. Didn't he have a bunch of yards? He looked really good at times. To be honest, I gotta give him credit. Nick Mullins thinks he's fucking Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's awesome. It's so awesome. Because he can be so good or so bad. Really but and guess good. what? This Lions defense will absolutely give you opportunities for both of those. Yeah, 100%, you know? man. 100%. They're a wild card for sure. I don't mind Laporte. I know he had three touchdowns last week. This might just be a, a recency bias. But he's just emerged as such a good uh, red zone threat. He's a great, great And player, another guy man. I don't have written down here, but is a guy I love betting on is Amon Ross St. Brown. I didn't look at his number, but... so. I, I just mentioned to you that I was I did some live betting during the Saints-Rams game last night. Um, I've been starting to notice that if guys get touched, like you can just tell sometimes when a guy, like last night I could tell it was early. I could tell Puka Nakua was just more involved in the game plan Definitely. than Cooper Cup was. Definitely. Cooper Cup looked a bit slow. He wasn't really doing as many motions. They were sending, they were giving him runs. They're they're working this route, so I figured that. And Cameron Williams, I'm like, no, he's getting, he's making good runs. Yeah, he was. So I so I live bet them both. So this is one of those games that I, unfortunately I'll be in the air. So if I'm not able to watch, if they don't have any, and obviously I don't won't be able to bet in the air. But that's a game I think live betting. I think you could live bet Montgomery and Gibbs if they start getting a big run early and their number only goes up like 10, 20 yards. Like you could get Gibbs at maybe 60 yards and it's at plus money or something at some point. That's a, and it's not a crazy number of him to cover when he could easily still go over 100. Yeah, like, and I, I just, just want to go back to that point you just made because not all sports books offer live betting too, but if you are involved with one right. that does, I, I think that's a great option that not a lot of people think about. A lot of people just like locking in their dangerous. stuff beforehand. It's, it is this dangerous. And that, but there are times where you just mentioned, if you are watching the games and you notice someone is like a very big key of yep. the game script. Even Demarcus Robinson, yep. yesterday night, like, I tried to live bet him for a touchdown. Not, and I was going to do any time or next. And as they were going, and it locked, and then they made a play, and then the next play before it opened up, they threw him a touchdown because he was just getting involved. One hundred percent. And it's like his number's going to be so low because he hasn't yeah. been involved all year. But when you see a guy yes, who you can see he, he's got the energy, he's buzzing, he's open because all that attention is on Kyron Williams, on Puka Nakua, on Cooper Cup. Yeah. Tutu you find, Atwell was not the guy, right? Yeah. It was clearly going to be DeMarcus Robinson. And if Robinson. you find a guy who's getting targeted near the red zone and getting targets from the quarterback, bet their numbers. 100%. If you man. see a backup running back who's getting a lot of touches early, or they're letting him go in for a full drive or four or five plays in a row, bet their low numbers. I just it, wanted to bring that up because yeah. I think that's and a great point, right? Be careful with it because it is easy to watch one good run, the line number jumps up a bunch and you get it and then they don't touch it. Like, of course, anything can go wrong 100%, in right. that sense, but it is fun, especially when you start to get the vibes of the game. If a team's blowing out the other team, start betting a couple other guys like you know they're going to keep getting successful. Or if a team starts going for deep shots early in a game, Start betting some of their receivers for yards because it only takes one or two deep shots and you've just cashed a number. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, I think that's a great point for sure. And then lastly, I mean, Justin Jefferson's back. We talked about Nick Mullins. He's hilarious. Um, on on that spreadsheet as well. T.J. Hawkinson, fifty plus yard milestone. If you want to put that together with something, I still think Jordan Addison over fifty one and a half yards, especially with now Justin Jefferson back, gonna garner so much more attention. The Lions defense can give up big plays. We've yeah, seen can. it all season. Uh, Justin Jefferson, six and a half catches, eighty-three and a half yards. When he's healthy, he never doesn't come cover those numbers. It doesn't basically. matter who's throwing it to. So, him too. and I mean, I just—he's my guy. He's done so much for me, um, both in fantasy last year and just bets. He's been really good for me. So, like, that's a guy I'm willing to bet on. But that's also one of those things that maybe I'll wait and live bet it. 
Or I won't, but I would. Yeah. If I could. In that type of situation. Because you right? see, if he's getting thrown to a couple times on the first drive, six and a half catches, he's going to have that's five quick. by half. That's quick. Six by half. 100%. So you can, that's where you, I think you can definitely pick and choose your spots. Um, And I like that, I like that Lions line. I mean, I have no dog in the fight. I got friends who are Lions fans. I don't really have any friends that are um, Vikings fans. And like the Vikings, if Kirk Cousins was playing, different ball I'd be game. like, I love to see, they'd be so good, dude. Oh, dude. It's crazy it's how special good they offensive be this year. talent they have. I really there, hope that he gets back there next year and they can put something together because he's too. fun to watch. But yeah, they're 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 not going to make a deep run with Nick Mullins or any other quarterback on that roster. So um, I'd rather just see the Lions. They're already up there. They got a bunch of wins. Let them win. Let's get the fucking drop the Vikings. Let's get them out of there. Let's let's take that. Let's take that spot from them for sure. Next game: Packers at the Panthers. Packers minus four on the road. Panthers plus four at home. The only thing that scares me about this, I, I, I want to say the Packers, but the only thing that scares me about this is the last two NFC players of the week were both quarterbacks that played against the Packers defense, <laughs> which is an issue. Obviously, I actually obviously, did not know that. That is pretty I, fucked I, I up. Shut up part of my take. I just heard, I was listening. I think it was Tommy DeVito and then who did Baker Mayfield last week. Oh, Baker. Who was the first game, quarterback man. to have God a perfect quarterback in Lambeau, rating right? in Lambeau? Yeah, on the yeah. Road. Jesse Good mentioned that to me, too. I mean, special game from yeah. Baker, dude, for sure. I like, I like, as I mentioned to you before, Jordan Love over one and a half passing touchdowns. He's done it a majority of the games this year, especially as of late. Um, I think this Panthers defense is not that great. And I think they're going to have points to be able to put up on them a little bit. The Packers go for it. And when they're, when they're clicking, they're clicking. Um, so on top of that, if I'm going to take over one and a half passing touchdowns, I'm going to call my shot a little bit. Uh, I think Christian Watson, Watson is doubtful, so I don't think he's going to end up playing again still with that hamstring injury. Jaden Reed, I've been on him. I told you that earlier this year, Love and he's been guy, scoring. Man. He's been he's so electric. He's super, super fast. He just gets open. Uh, and we're seeing him involved in the run game now too, which is always over. interesting. It's he's all, all over. Yeah, Late in plays, he's able time. to just get open and stuff like that. And Throw him and a, a guy who's been scoring lately, um, who's kind of been going under the radar, Tucker Craft. That's right. Yeah, the, I mean, the rookie I, tight end. Good I call. I would like on to that. take. Good he's call. he's turned into because they got small, fast receivers. He's turned into a real red zone threat, and he's a good blocker. So sometimes he gives a little block, a chip block, and then and then bounces off, and he gets open. So I uh, I like that as well. I I, I I maybe you could bet Chuba Hubbard. I like Chubba. I mean, he this gets week, so many fucking touches. You, I, I mean, told you, you when we were watching here that one week when I needed defense. him and they just kept giving him the ball yeah. when they were down like 20 no, fucking points. That though, would be right? the only thing, though, I'd be willing to touch on that Panthers side. Too, it's just it's not a good it. year. You can't trust It's not it, a man. good year for them, and I just I, I don't need to lose money on a team that I have I can't get a, like, a pulse for. I'm kind of tripping on this line, here. I mean, what, what was it at right now? It's at four only? Minus four? For That's what I had at earlier today. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, I think that was the last time I checked, too. Um, yeah, I just feel like this just sounds like Green Bay knows what's at stake here. Carolina has nothing at stake. They haven't really had anything go right. I almost like taking the spread even for the Packers to win. Like, yeah, I to just, win by about a touchdown. Yeah, so. I can't really see the Panthers. Re- like, they might keep it close. They got a good defense. I'll give Carolina the credit for that. They do have a pretty good defense that usually come to play pretty hard. But I, I think Jordan Love is pretty underrated. I think he's developing pretty fast. I'm not saying he's a superstar yet, nothing like that. But he's a good quarterback. He's a great game manager right now. He finds his guys. Yep. Great rapport with all these young guys he's surrounded by. Aaron Jones being back is big, as we all know how dynamic he can be as well. So 
I kind of I the I didn't have it written down here, but the more I'm talking about it, I kind of like the Packers like even minus four. Like I love. Yeah, them I, I, don't, I I would never touch the other side. So if I was yeah. leaning aside, it would definitely be Packers. I don't hate that. Um, I don't hate that at all. I like Jaden like, Reed though more than anything. Yeah, in, in, in any type of way, even like a touchdown, whatever you want to throw on him. Like I just think yeah. I, he's got like this weird toe injury though. So just keep track of that it's before right, it gets yeah. off. But, yeah, oh for sure, I'll yeah. definitely. That's something that I will. I would like to play kind of before the game when you get the word on him because I, I it was kind of the same situation. It seemed like last week it didn't seem to get worse, and he was able to still perform really well. Look pretty yeah. good, yeah. And he doesn't get the most yards, but when he touches the ball and he gets the like he's involved in big play, like plays that are important and stuff like that. So like, it's not just a numbers thing with him. It's a X factor type of thing. He looks like he's that quick, quick guy who can get really open and. It seems um, like the longer the season's gone on, the more involved he's been in those big yeah, third with down Christian plays, Watson whatever out, it is, right? Christian Watson is their deep guy usually. Yeah. So with him out, it's just opening up more targets for him. So yeah, I definitely like it. Uh, next one, an important one for us again: Colts at the Falcons. Fuck. The Falcons. Yeah, fuck the Falcons. Colts plus in the two big and a half way, on the road. Falcons minus two and a half at home. Over under of forty five and a half. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna just say my piece and then I'll let you get after it because you Absolutely. have more of a beaver. There's, a, fuck everything about the Falcons. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the fucking Falcons, dude. Desmond Ritter, fuck you. Screw Taylor Heineke, guys, fuck you. Arthur Smith, hey buddy. Fuck you, okay? Big bag of dicks. Bijan right Robinson, there. you're really good, but guess what? Fuck you. Nope. Not yeah. even going to get the ball yeah. anymore. So. Cordero Patterson, <laughs> fuck you. Drake London, <laughs> fuck you. Kyle Pitts, fuck you. I don't care anymore. Like, no. these guys, uh, time and time again, piss me off so fucking much. They're the worst team to watch. They just got fined. Arthur Smith and the Falcons just got fined. It was like 75 grand and 25 grand. It's like, oh, 100 grand total for not disclosing that Bijan was sick that one week. Fuck you, buddy. You know what money was lost that week? Sick that of them. The and guess what? And the best year, part about all this is, is you have a personal gripe with this team. You need them to lose. So fuck them. I literally hate this team. You just said it. I can't even say it again because you said, said it. So many fuck times. the Falcons yeah. in every possible way. And are you kidding me? You're going to give me the red hot Colts at plus money in this game? Yep. You're going to give me Gardner Minshew and a healthy Jonathan Taylor coming back plus money? Michael Pittman back. Michael Pittman back. Money line Colts plus two and a half. All fucking day. Michael Pittman over six and a half catches at plus 110 right now. And Jonathan Taylor coming back for a touchdown and over 68 and a half yards. Smash it down their fucking Falcon All day. Throws. All day, man. Fuck these guys. And I'm just going to say it right now because I know you love it. I do it, like B. Like John Robinson a lot. I don't actually hate the Falcons, but in this situation, oh, fuck them in a big we need way. them to lose. But yeah. I want to say this is my lock of the week. Pittman over six and a half. I'm sure it's going to be one of your top it was three, last four week. plays, whatever. We loved it and he hey, went out All with it took injury. was a fucking giant fucking murder shot to keep him from it. He was at five in like the first quarter and a half. By the way, that guy got suspended for the rest of the regular season. That bet should have cashed as soon as that Straight suspension up, hit. Straight up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sportsbooks got to do better at uh, avoiding that shit or making it. Yeah, I the mean, problem like, is, is he got so many opportunities. I, I'm sorry. But... Like, it, it's kind of bullshit when like a top player goes out injured and you get fucked. To like be that. honest too, I don't even think so. that hit was like that dirty no it was just a huge it hit. just was big like yeah, even brady yeah. said but also better quarterback, I, that's right? like when i keep saying 
fuck Puka Nakua because of that phantom <laughs> PI call in the end zone. He didn't do anything. He didn't throw the flag. You know what I mean? All he did was trip accidentally. Absolutely. But fuck him still, you know? Absolutely. And that's what I think about the Falcons. And that's what I think about that. Oh, that whole hit. Man. All right, we'll just move on because, I mean, there's nothing <laughs> yeah, else to say. Nothing, but did I, did I mention fuck the yeah. Falcons? Yeah. All right, moving on. This is big. Oh, this one's big. God, this ever- one's really big. Seahawks minus three and a half on the road at the Tennessee Titans. Over under of 41 and a half. Is Will Levis going to play? We saw him back at practice a little bit, stretching and jogging around today. Um, we don't know. Will we see Malik Willis? If not, will we see Ryan Tannehill? If not, we don't know. Eli, on the defense for the Titans this week, they're missing a starting corner, their two starting safeties, one of their starting defensive line- linemen, and a starting linebacker. They're banged up, to say the least. They got their hearts broken last week. Yeah, they're they out of contention. They can't make the playoffs. Is this a time where Mike Vrabel, with his awesome coaching and the command he has of that team and discipline, they come out and put together a really game? That's the only thing that really, really scares me as a Seahawks fan about this game. It's in this spot. This is a Mike Vrabel specialty. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. I think with them missing that many stars on the defense, Geno Smith is back this week healthy. We both talked. We think it's a, a potential spot for him to really kind of show like, yeah, awesome. Drew Locke won the game for us last week, but like I'm the starting quarterback here, and I'm like he's gonna come out. I hope they come out slinging. But again, with the Seahawks, my biggest gripe always Shane Waldron. There's just sometimes we look so creative, and then other times we look like a kid, like the, or he's just playing Madden. Like it's just curls. Like it's just brute. Like it's just no good. Like it's everything sucks. If anyone understands man. frustration with offensive play calling, it's me with yeah. Pete Carmichael. I want that. Fucking goof gone yeah, out of him. fucking New Orleans. Uh, we need him gone. Going back to here, Seattle. This is the moment. This is the week. We just touched on it. Um, what a special, special win from Drew Locke and the boys. I mean, they rallied. They believed. They never stopped believing. They took down the almighty dragon. The Eagles went down, slayed. I want to give a quick shout out to fucking Big Cat Leonard Williams. He had a fucking sick game for us last week. Dude. On the inside, shutting down that run game, getting after Jalen Hurts. He's, he was a freak out there. He's been great for us since he came. I know we went on a bit of a losing streak. Hey, that had nothing to do with him. He, no. He's a great player. And like you said, he stepped up huge in that game. And yeah, listen, man. You're talking about a spark. Here's a spark. And Gino just saw it. Gino saw Drew Locke come up really fucking clutch. And guess what? Any alpha male in the NFL, any starting quarterback, anyone who's running with their city on their back wants to say, I'm the guy still. You just touched on it. He's coming out to sling. Yeah, you could make the narrative and the case on the other side that they got nothing to nothing to lose, right? Nothing to play for, so they got nothing to lose. For the Titans, they could go out and freewheel it. I don't think that team's good enough, period. And you just mentioned all those injuries on the back end. I think Geno's going to expose that. I think DK Metcalf is going to have a huge fucking game here. Give him the ball, man. I want DK with a touchdown. I want DK over 61. I like Seattle here. This moment's too big for them to not rise to this occasion. I actually like that it's away from home. Because this is one of those character wins that they're going to look back on. You know what I mean? You can't just rely on the home field advantage all the time because clearly we're going to be on the road in the playoffs. So I agree, man. Three and a half. um, I like it a lot more at three or two and a half, obviously, just because we have shown a tendency to uh, play in close games and stuff like that. But you know what? I'm taking it. This is also maybe one of those games where... I would really. I think I like the under if Witherspoon's playing. 
Kira, I just want to say it too because you mentioned this losing streak, and I don't think a lot of people ever look back and see who this. This started with the Ravens, the Rams, the Niners, the Cowboys, the Niners, and then they beat the Eagles. I just mentioned literally three or four of the best teams in football. And they played very competitive in all but one or two of those games where they got blown out by the Ravens. They looked way better against the Niners the second time. But guess what? The Niners are arguably the best team And that in was with Drew, with a backup quarterback. That's right. In his first weekend and not and knowing any like, of the game Not script, to mention, right? we just got our both starting tackles back for the first time. They've started playing together. We both got... Both of our starting two running backs were out for a little bit. Our quarterback has been out. We haven't played a game fully healthy. Hey man, my Why point... I don't know if I'm playing the under is Devin Witherspoon might be missing a game. And he's huge. He's, he's huge. huge right? He's huge. Jamal Adams is confirmed out, which is also huge in the other sense that like he's he's it's huge that he's not playing. Um, Jovian loves just better in that position. Michael Jackson had a great game. I mean, last you guys game have had one of receivers. the toughest schedules in all football no, we really this have, year, man. man. And that's what I want to get this point across. I know. It would just... You guys are a way better fucking team front to back than the Tennessee Titans. And that's all I'm going to say, man. Uh, we have two of our losses as well with the, the Rams where Geno Smith went out and, and Drew Locke came in through a pick and then... Uh, the right. phantom pass That's interference, right. and then Gino came back in, and we still had like a 52-yard field goal chance to win it, and we missed it, unfortunately. If that hits, we split with the Rams, who are one of the hottest teams in the NFC, if oh, not, they're looking if great, not man. football they're right looking now. Great. And then again, against the Bengals, it was a game-winning field goal that we missed. If those two things go your way, and then we just beat the Eagles, too, like now you're looking, and the whole, everything's different. And I know that's, that's like shoulda, coulda, woulda, but we have a good field goal kicker who has just been having a tough stretch in his career right oh, now and on man. certain situations right now but i rely i like him i always trust him i think he's still really good um dude a lot of people just look at a record of a football team and say oh they're seven and seven. Oh, they're not the best team it's like dude their seven losses are against the Bengals, ravens rams niners uh, twice the fucking cowboys this is yeah. like the top echelon of the nfl there's teams like the saints I could speak to this. We've yeah. had a fucking easy schedule, and we're seven and eight. Yeah, we're not a good fucking team. You yeah, guys no, are and, and you know what? Team. We're not elite either. And obviously, we like I said, we dealt with injury issues, but we have wins over the Browns, over the over the Detroit Lions. That's right. We have the over to the Eagles. Like we have wins over good teams, especially NFC like teams that are either in the lead in their division or going to be playoff teams. So it's not like and like the Dallas Cowboys, we were right there with that oh, yeah. game. Was right b- back and forth the that whole time. That was a time. great game, man. So like, there's all these games, right? Like, like we're right there. Obviously, it is worrisome on when you get smashed. We're zero and five against the San Fran in the last two years, which is really tough. Because, I mean, ultimately, if you want to ever make it out of the NFC to the Super Bowl, you're gonna have to go through San Fran at some point. But I like it here. A uh, little parlay I have. Um, just because obviously I'm gonna back my guys and I love seeing them all, all all participate. Kenneth Walker over fifty rushing yards, DK over fifty receiving yards, and JSN, Jackson Smith and Jigba over twenty five uh receiving yards. Those all together plus one sixty five. Those are all lower than their numbers and they've all been hitting them at a pretty good rate. Uh I don't see why that they all can't hit it in the same game here. I'm looking for this offense. I'm really looking for that spark and that energy from last week. To go and be like, let's keep pushing it down. Let's keep getting DK the ball. Let's keep getting JSN the ball. Tyler Lockett's getting in the mix. We get our tight ends involved. We get two running backs going. Our tackles, Abe Lucas and Charles Cross, have looked quite good when they've been able to play together. So I'm super excited about that. Um, 
Let's go. We, like, there's Let's nothing go Hawks, else. Bro. We just need it. Let's go Hawks. We need bro. it. If we win out, I believe we make the playoffs, no matter what. Percent. I think if we win our last three now after beating the Eagles, so you just need it, right? You got the we got the Cardinals and the Steelers, or Steelers and then the Cardinals, which are two games that we can definitely win. I'm not going to say they're going to be easy because nope. no game's easy in the NFL, nope. but like if we control our own destiny, if you want to be a good team, and I'm not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl this year, but if you want to be a good team, you got to get to these playoffs. You got to get this experience with this with these guys absolutely and give them their chances so time I mean, is season's now, on the line back against now. the wall and we're swinging our way out of a corner so let's, let's go, go Hawks, man. let's, let's fucking, fucking go, go. this is i'm also i think i'm gonna be in, i'm gonna be in the air during this game so this is one of them where you just pray and you just try not to think about it when you're on the game and you bet a <laughs> way too much money on it and you hope you still have a bankroll when you land you know, you know, <laughs> the complete man. opposite of this next game: Commanders at the Jets. Commanders plus three on the road. Jets minus three at home. I, I don't know if they've been favored all year at any point, really. No, I don't. Over under thirty-seven. I got, I got nothing for you here. Eli. Genuinely, gambling wise, especially because I can't watch. I got, I got nothing for you. I'm ready to move along. If I'm I mean, gonna say anything, I'm gonna say the under because at least the defense of the Jets are good. Uh, I don't think any team is gonna put up more than 14 points in this game at most. I mean, maybe fucking Trevor Seaman. Yeah. This Mister Seaman has one of the best days of his <laughs> life against fucking a really bad Washington defense. But yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm, I'm not gonna be watching this game. I have no care in the world for this game. Uh, yeah, I'm done with. That. Yeah, I mean, if they, either of these teams had any type of playoff implication. I would be. I would love to just break it down from a fandom standpoint of the game and not even gambling wise. But there's nothing for us. I don't think anyone outside of Commanders or Jets fans uh, will be watching. And even then, they might not. They even might. Be they at might this tune point. into some of the games. So we'll move on. Um, who cares who wins that at all, really? <laughs> uh, Jaguars at the Buccaneers. I care about this one a yeah, lot. This I'll one's tell you really that. Big. This, this is a one's big really one big. For us. Two teams kind of going in different directions right now. The Jags yeah. are plus two and a half on the road. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has been ruled out, I believe. Oh my god! Or is he still questionable? I, I think he's questionable, but I think it's like okay. Check on that. I might be wrong. I, mean, I might be mixing it. him up with people. The Buccaneers are minus two and a half at home. Um, like I said, ba- like we talked about Baker Mayfield coming off that his best game of his career. Um, and the best passer rating ever thrown up at uh, at Lambeau from visiting quarterback. So let's get right into it with him. I like Baker Mayfield over one and a half passing touchdowns. He's hit it six of his last eight games, and he's coming off the best game of his career. Um, it, no, sorry. He must not be ruled out because I have down here is he, Trevor Lawrence playing, so he's, he's still questionable. He's questionable, and they're but saying they're going to know. And concussion, yeah, right? it's he has a two concussion, things. and I'm just going to say all year I haven't seen anyone in protocols on Friday who has ended up playing on Sunday. So they said by tomorrow afternoon when they travel to Tampa Bay, they're going to either know if he's playing or not. He's going to not travel with the team if he's out. So it will be. CJ Beathard more than likely. Right, okay, so for we'll this. know for sure. Yeah. I might lock it in before. I think the Bucks take this. I think the Bucks are looking pretty good. They are. I think they have confidence. And this is why I like Baker Mayfield over one and a half passing touchdowns. Not only because I'm just I've you know me, I've always been a big Baker fan. He's just I, I really like him. Um but Mike Evans is as solid as it comes as it comes, yeah. consistent as it comes. Another year over a thousand. So yards, give me Mike already. Evans touchdown, which is one of the two. And then I like Rashad White. You could put him for a touchdown. But I really like him uh, over 
over 26 and a half receiving yards. Great he call. makes a catch every game that seems like it goes for 30. Yeah, he does. He literally does. Every single does. game. And you know what? He's been running for over 102. The Jags' defense is nothing crazy. People have been able to score on them. So over 72 and a half rushing yards. 26 and a half yards? 26 for, and a half for receiving. receiving. I swear he goes over it every single game recently. And you know what? That with him being such a dual threat, he can catch a touchdown or run one in. Kate Otten's been, Absolutely, been getting some touchdowns for them. Don't forget Chris Godwin. So they got options there. Um, the Bucks are kind of. Rolling. I hate to say it, they're actually looking great, man. They're rolling yeah. at the proper time they're of the year, right? Just two different trajectories yep. right now for teams. Yeah. Uh, as much as I hate to say it, because I was high on the Jags before the season, but you like anything else on that one? I mean, there's. Yeah, I mean, like like you just said, Evans is just the guy, man, and he always is. And he had that one week where he had one catch for eight yards, and then came right back on well over his yardage total and uh, in the end zone again. So that's what he does, just because one guy. Star players will have an off day all the time. They're always human, yeah. right? And it doesn't happen often. You go right back to the wealth. That's what we love to do. And he's the guy, man. And yeah, and like you said, him. not only can a player have an off day, but teams can have an off exactly. day. It could be more of a grind of a game. Weather can get in the way. So there's a lot of there's a lot of components, but you do what you do your best can with the information you're given. And if he's proven anything over the last ten nine or ten seasons, is that bet on him and your money's pretty safe. Absolutely. He's been consistent. He's been that guy. Um, but at the same time, I probably, I'm not going to play a side betting wise. I do lean towards the bucks. I do think they're going to win the game, but for your sense, you need them. I you know. need them to lose. And then it's all a big tie. I know, so man. I'm obviously not, I'm, I'm not going to bet against that and I'm, I'm not going to root for them, but I do. Le- I just think that they're kind of rolling take emotions right now, out of and, it and they, that's the pick, right? And just looking at your division where you and Atlanta are kind of sitting the yeah, the vibes coming off the games and it's like. And then Buccaneers, it just seems like one team's going in a different direction than the Absolutely. other two. But you know what? All it does, the Saints were also going in that direction, and then they just got stomped by the, the Rams. But, well, not even stomped. You guys almost kind of came back, too. I know it was desperation deep balls, but it almost worked. Like it did. It's kind of crazy. So, Sad to say, but um, it actually looked a lot better than what it was. Yeah, at yeah. The end, right? I agree. If, if Lawrence is healthy and ready to go, I don't hate... Over 41 and a half maybe, but I'm not going to touch that right now with not knowing certainty whether uh, he's going to be playing. Uh, next game is one that we both like. The Cardinals are at the Bears. Cardinals are plus four on the road. Bears are minus four. Eli, I like the over 43 in this game. Yeah, man. Because we, we, I think both these teams can low-key score. We brushed on it right before we came on, and I, I love it too, man. I think, like, honestly... A lot of people don't give credit. They, they they keep looking at the Cardinals like they're the Cardinals from the start of the year. Like, they got Kyler Murray back. He's a weapon. He's still running totally fine. He's not afraid to yeah. run. Well, um, people are looking that they let up 40-something to the 49ers, but they also put up 20. That's what I mean. Like, like, they're capable of scoring now, and a lot of people don't think so. And you just said it before we came on. Justin Fields is now playing possibly for his NFL career, right, for these last three games here. He's got a ball the fuck out. He knows he's got a ball the fuck out. Arizona's defense ain't nothing to write home about. I love the over here. I think there's a big spot for uh, a lot of play- player props as well that I want to let you get into. Cause... Yeah, I mean, talking about player props, obviously we think the over, we think there's going to be points, so obviously there's going to be success. James Conner, he had like over 100 yards against San Fran last week. I don't think the Bears' defense is better than that, even though the Bears' defense has been a lot better. Their defensive line has been solid. Last week, not as good for their offensive line, but their offensive line overall has been a lot better too. 
But James Conner, 51 and a half yards. He's hit four out of the five on that since his injury, and a lot of them have been quite a few over. Like by like they, he gets like 60 yards or more, which is a good gap to be clearing this that number is, by. That's a lot. Um, James Conner touchdown. They just run the ball with him. He's just such a big part of that offense, and they can't seem to stop it. Uh, staking, sticking on that side with the Cardinals, Trey McBride. I, I said this to you. This guy's made the future of the tight end position yeah. potentially. He has been so good lately. He's such a weapon. He's quick. He's he's just so impressive. So I have him over six and a half catches, over sixty one and a half yards. He had ten catches for over a hundred last week, and he's only becoming more and more comfortable. He's a real threat now, with right? With Kyler Murray, he's checkdowns. He's looking them deep down the field. Hollywood Brown is out too, so that's another receiving option gone for. Excuse me, Kyler Murray. Moving on to the other side, like we said, I think you could take Justin Fields rushing. I think he knows he needs to have a huge game. I also really like DJ Moore over four and a half catches. Uh, that line may have moved. I think it was minus 150 or 160 um, earlier, so that line may have moved a little bit. It might be five and a half now, but I still don't hate it at that number. I think Cole Komet over three and a half catches is way too low. He's been getting five, six, seven catches a game uh, recently. So I think he, he's a good he's a good person to look for because Justin Fields is going to have to throw the ball downfield and uh, someone has to catch it. So I like Cole Komet. Yeah, and that was part of the chart that you showed me too. He's been five or more in the last five or six games, five out of the last six games or whatever too, right? And uh, yeah, I love that play too. I think there's a lot of opportunity in this game, 100%. And uh, yeah, yeah, no, I I like Cole Komet in a big way. I think he's a great tight end. He's that security blanket at times for Justin Fields. So I'm with you on that. And I think there's a lot of opportunity across the board, however you want to play it this week for sure. I like that a lot. Uh, We'll move on to the next one. Dolphins or Cowboys at the Dolphins. Cowboys plus one and a half at home. Dolphins minus one and a half. Or sorry, Dolphins minus one and a half at home. Cowboys plus one and a half on the road, over under a 50. I want to hear what you got for this one, Eli, because, I, I mean, this one, there's so many possibilities. Listen, I just want to say this is one of those times where, like, I don't lock in money really early often, but when there's an opportunity of a superstar player who changes the game, like Tyreek Hill, of possibly not playing, and the Cowboys, listen, they got they got put in their place finally, right? But I'm not saying they're down and out. I think this is a great bounce back opportunity. Both these teams really this year got put in their place they by did. Buffalo. They did, right? And I, I really think if Tyreek is not playing this game, this Dolphins offense is not the same team. And yeah. I think Dallas's defense, they have that ego, right? Like they want to make a statement here and say, like, okay, you guys think you're fast, you think you're special, like we think we're special too, right? So I, I like locking that in early for the Dallas money line here. And I also like Waddle early, five and a half or more receptions if Tyreek's out too. Yeah, Just get was, that in I early, was right? actually about to say that same thing. Um, I think he can still have that with Tyreek Hill in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if he's out, I mean, that number should be seven and a half, eight and a half, really. So I really like that too. I think CD Lamb, you could take his over yards. He's just been unstoppable. I think you CD Lamb for a touchdown. Miami's defense has holes. They've been better, but they're not phenomenal. Uh, so I think I like both of those. Uh, I think you could take a look at uh, Jake Ferguson. Yeah, I, get, I get worried about doing too much on the on the one game. We'll see. I think this is one. I'm not sure. I think I'll be landed by the time this one gets played. So I probably um, we'll see what I do. I, I'll be landed during this game probably. So I probably lock in a couple of things, but not play crazy, and then have a couple more go a little bit harder on the night game just because. I'll be there, and I'll be able to have my eyes on and keep tabs. 
100%, man. Uh, this is also just a really interesting game to see. Uh, if one of these teams gets beat good by the other team, I was one of these teams that gets a bad... They're both coming off losses that they didn't like. No, sorry. Miami's coming off a win, but they just two weeks ago had that loss to the Titans. To the right? Titans. Yeah, that yeah. was really bad. And the Tyreek Hill stuff, and they're missing some guys. So the Cowboys, if they get blown out here, the Cowboys lose pretty good. This is real trouble for the Cowboys after looking so hot. And it kind of has a chance that maybe the Cowboys can put to rest that either they're good everyone knows they're really good at home but they haven't been that good on the road so this guy's gonna put that to rest or spark that even to a bigger debate and really cause some trouble in Cowboys Nation so it's a great point you this make should there, be man. an interesting one I kind of do want to lean the over but that's if Tyreek Hill is playing yeah I think if Tyreek Hill's playing you could put him down for two touchdowns in 100 yards probably it's crazy yeah uh, next one Sunday night game here Patriots at the Broncos. Eli, the Patriots ruled out Ramon J. Stevenson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jabril Peppers. When it rains, it pours in New England, right? They just really have had nothing going for them all year. Seven is too many points for me to lay with the Broncos just because the Patriots' defense can still be good. Um, There's one simple play here for me. Well, there's one simple play for me, and then there's one I think that you could play if you had a good day, whatever you want. The the smaller one is maybe Russell Wilson over one and a half passing touchdowns. He's just been throwing touchdowns. He's been pretty good. He's had two in a lot of games. But my best play here is Cortland Sutton over 49 and a half yards. He's been hitting 50 yards in his last six games. And that his number's under that. And I like him for a touchdown as two. If I think Russ is going to throw some touchdowns, Cortland Sutton has been that guy for He's that. He's literally that the guy threat. that's catching He can right? catch that in one play. Like they, yeah. That's who they go deep to, and I don't think they're going to be scared to take a couple deep shots because the Patriots' offense, I don't think, is something that they're going to have to worry about too much. So that's my play this game. That's one of my plays I like more. One of the plays I like quite a bit this week, along with Shad White receiving yards. Um, so I'll be I'll be pretty heavy on that one. Yeah, and I, I love that, and it's a huge game for Denver. Shout out Jesse, this is it. This is just like we touched on with the Hawks. This is we're all kind of in the same place. It's all do or die. It's all do or die. These are all really playoff Sunday games, night, right? There's so. snow. There's some a little bit of snow on the forecast. This is playoff vibes. I know the Patriots aren't like an elite team right now, but it still feels like if you can go in and lay a good win on the Patriots, you just still feel gain some confidence about it, and like we said, must win. So. I do think the Broncos win the game. I just seven points can be quite a bit, especially late in the game or something like that. But if it's snowing heavy, that's also another game I'll keep an eye on the weather. If it weather gets bad and it's snowing quite a bit, maybe I'll lay off the receiving yards and stuff like that. Go to passing Javante, touchdowns. probably. Maybe, yeah. yeah, something like that. Um, Something else, I might try to play Javante two-plus catches. Yeah. Over one and a half catches because he's been getting some check downs more and yeah, stuff he is. like that. He so is. Good call. Good that's call. That's huge. Uh, moving on to Christmas Day. We got three games on Christmas. Monday, the first game is the Raiders, plus 10. At the Chiefs, minus 10. On the point spread, over under of 41. This is another game you like. I like one thing. Well, I like one player. I like Rasheed Rice. Hell yeah. Over That's six and a I half got, catches. <laughs> over 67 and a half yards. He's and been a touchdown, doing it consistently. Baby. Yeah, and a touchdown. He's been doing it consistently. He's the number one option for the Chiefs. Uh, I don't know if Isaiah Pacheco's playing. If he is and he's healthy, I might play his rushing total because I think they could really use that jolt back but I'm not touching the Raiders I'm not touching anyone else on the Chiefs it's Rasheed Rice that's all it ever is let's wake up Christmas morning it's going to be a brutal game to watch so let's wake up let's hammer down on one guy let's make some money 
And let's fucking I'm let's, with you. let's get an early start on Christmas shopping for next year. Keep it simple. I'm with you Absolutely. 100%, man. Next game, Giants at the Eagles. This is another really weird one. Giants plus 13 and a half. Eagles, I don't know how you could put Eagles minus 13 and a half against anybody with the way they've been playing right now. Jalen Hurts, hopefully another week uh, after being sick, so hopefully he gets a full rest because they do. They played last Monday, so they do get a full seven. Big Al's throwing up the Tommy DeVito hands right now. I think that's pretty dead. I think that team stinks. Um... <laughs> I think they're going to have to try to run it. Saquon Barkley maybe over 55 and a half yards. Just seeing. I know he's very different, but Kenneth Walker had success running the ball last week. And I just don't. I don't know. I just I just don't think this Giants team is good enough to beat this Eagles team. This is a desperation game for the Eagles. Yeah. The Eagles is. don't just need a win. They need a blow up. They need a signature win. I think you could look at Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, A.J. Brown. I'll be taking some alt lines, probably 50 yards, 25 yards. Excuse me. Things like that. But 13 and a half is too much for me to lay, Eli, uh, from a team that just hasn't showed me anything on the offensive side of the ball. 100%. And I was just going to bring up um, Devontae Smith just missed his second practice in a row today. And I just. Sick, right? And he's sick. He's he's got a knee. He's got a knee issue now, right? So. um, I'm close. Yeah, yeah. No, so (laughs) you just touched on it. They need a beat down win. So with that being said, I'm going Hertz and AJ Brown combo. I want them both over yards. Oh, yeah. and I, I, I want that statement. Hertz like anytime said, touchdown. Right? That push Big push time. is too hard, to, hard to stop. But that's the thing. It's like the the thirteen and a half. I get, but the Giants' defense is stingy. They play tough. There. So they're pretty they good. Are. So um, the Eagles need this. The Giants are out of contention. Doesn't matter for them. Um. <laughs> So I'm looking for a big Eagles win here, but I'm I'm not going to lay anything on. This is something that maybe if I have a good Monday morning or a good Sunday that I will maybe lay something on. But Christmas Day, I'll probably be on the beach or in the pool. So this is probably one I won't really pay much sounds attention to. Nice, yeah, sounds fucking nice, man. Yeah, it's not the worst. Sounds like a nice worst. fucking yeah. Christmas, right? Hopefully we can pay <laughs> off the trip with our winnings this week. Last game, Monday night, this one, arguably a Super Bowl preview. Fucking can't Huge wait for this game. one, man. Ravens plus five and a half, over under a 47. 49ers minus five and a half. Before we get into anything we like, I just saw Big Cat loves the over. And I'll, if Big Cat loves an over, I'm going to rip it. So give me over 47. Um, and we're, I'm going to ride that right away. Uh, what do you like on this for Dude. sides? These are both two teams that you could... You can play a lot of different ways. There's a lot of ways, It will be interesting because it's two juggernauts who kind of beat down on other teams going at each other. So who's going to come out supreme? Who's going to look strong? Who's going to look big against the other one? It's tough to say. You know what I really like here, man? I like Likely. I like this rookie. I like this tight end. I like Likely a lot. I think that's just such a low number for a guy who's had two really big games in the absence of Mark Andrews developing chemistry. He said his whole life he grew up idolizing Lamar Jackson and he's 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 not that old, right? And he's like, I only played Madden with this guy, and now I got this guy throwing me the ball. He loves it. He loves the vibe. Loves the boys. Big opportunity for him to keep rolling, keep that momentum going. I mean, secure a starting spot potentially somewhere else, maybe even with the Ravens and two. Uh, I think they'll still use him, right? yeah, because you know he's I mean? a different style than Mark Andrews completely. Hundred percent. So I also I like really that like lot, OBJ. Man. Yeah, no, for sure. He's been o- great for Odell's them lately. Awesome. He's looked like the way he's been. I saw some like all twenty-two film. And- him locating the ball in the body position he's putting himself in to get away. OBJ's looking great. Um, he's just a piece of the puzzle now instead of trying to be the, the only guy. And it's a, he's looked awesome. I also think, again, you could. this is another one you could do. Um, 
Milestones on CMC, 75 yards. Debo, 50, probably. Kittle, 25. OBJ, 25. Likely, 25. Like, I think you can pick and choose between those and probably put together a little parlay if you wanted to. Absolutely, man. This one will, will be depending on... This one I actually will be able to watch, too. So this one will be very depending on in the last two and a half days leading up to this. Did I play well? Then I'm going to keep firing. If I didn't... If I didn't have a great weekend gambling, then it's kind of like I'll play a couple little small things and just enjoy the game because it should be good. And it's Christmas. You don't need to ruin your Christmas. And I'll tell you what, this sounds like one of those scenarios where like live bets are in a big big uh, yeah, position yeah, here. To right? see because who's kind of just done. You know what I mean? Likely so might just be getting right? finding open spots and he keeps giving it to him. And it's like, well, I'm going to keep betting that. Or like OBJ could be cooking. Or like, I, it's kind of like last game when I live bet yesterday, Puka and Karen like, like Cooper Cup just didn't look great. Like no, I don't did. know why it just he didn't. Did. You can see through the team. He just didn't. Yeah, those juice. couple drops even in he the end the zone. Juice, he doesn't and drop and those like, ever, yeah, man. So like I know they're a little away from him, but he's so right. good. He just makes those plays all the time. That's right. But yeah, and I just wanted to say, like Sam Fran, we all know they have all those weapons, and sometimes you see early on who's going to be the main guy. Maybe it's not Christian McCaffrey. Maybe it's Debo. So you just hop on it early, right? But, yeah, and what what does concern me uh, about the Ravens? Is losing Mitchell, the running back. Oh, yeah, that's a huge He's loss. so quick, huge, and he, huge he loss, seems dude. to have, like, a 15-plus yard run every single game. Maybe sometimes twice a game. So, that one does concern me a little bit. But, um, I mean, with Lamar, they still got Gus Edwards, Justice Hill. They still got running options, and their passing game's better than ever. So, um, and they got monsters on the defense, of course. Both teams do, so... That should just be a really exciting one. Great way to end Christmas night. Yeah. Kier, I want to wish you, your family, happy holidays, a Merry Christmas, Absolutely. and a Happy you New too, Year. Brother. Have a great fucking trip down there in Mexico. Live it up big with the boys. Um, We'll be getting right back at it when you're back in town for sure. And thanks, everyone, for joining us oh, again. Th- for us, things are just getting exciting. This we is get it. Into this the is playoffs, the time of year, really man. really hone down. And this is where your units increase a little bit and you bet less things and you really hone in on the things you like and you find matchups and you really you take advantage. It's what Let's we've been go, waiting man. for, man. Let's ride. Big week for the Hawks. We'll Let's lock it in, man. Happy New Year's. Peace out, Peace. Gridiron Gang.